Lisa Crown Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm over the moon on my guest speaker today. First of all, he's not only my friend and a broker of 20 years in this real estate business, a founder of iRealEstatePro, who handled all the iBuyer community, ran his own private Facebook group page, has hundreds and thousands of real estate agents throughout the country getting involved in this new niche, this niche inside the business where we can max out and do more transactions. He's the owner of Venture REI Investments, all things real estate. He owns six offices, 180 agents. Last year, or year before back, they do 3,500 plus transactions a year, killing it, crushing it. He's here with us today. Dan Noma, thank you for gracing us with your presence today, my friend. Oh, well, thank you for that powerful intro. I feel like I should just bring you around as like my hype woman to all, all events. <laughs> You got a great track record. What yeah, let's do that. We should do it's that. impressive. I love it. I love yeah. it. So much for being on the show today because we are curious Georges, Dan. We want to know what's going on with the iBuyer. Are they back in this to win this? What do we got going on? Like, fill us in. I've got realtors listening. I got title executives listening, managers listening. Like, we are all ears and ready to dive in. What do you got for us, Dan? Give us an update. Sweet. Well, I could, uh, we could talk for hours about this, but to kind of give you the, the, the general lay of the land, um, you know, the biggest news we saw coming out of, uh, coming out of, you know, I'm, I'm calling it post pandemic, but it's not necessarily even, we're not even there yet I know. is, uh, you know, now that, now that everybody's back to transacting, um, the biggest, the biggest change or the biggest shift we saw was this news of open door going public, right? That was the, that was the, the, the kind of call that we were all looking for that said, is this country really ready for this iBuyer thing? Is this iBuyer thing real, right? Is this, is this someone going to actually latch on to this and, and, and call it a business, right? I, there was a lot of naysayers out there that were saying, you know, all these guys aren't making money. And as much as I, you and I kept trying to tell people, well, they monetize differently. They don't look at their transactions the same way that we do. They've got, uh, I don't know, the valuation somewhere around 17 billion right now. So that's the, that's the, they have 17 billion reasons why <laughs> that they are absolutely real and here to stay. Yep. And so, um, you know, what we're seeing is, is now a race for a bunch of different things, right? And uh, we're seeing a race for really this, this movement in technology faster than we've ever seen it before, right? So Open Door had this massive balance sheet of all these properties and things that they had out there, employees, all the tech, all the things that were plugging this thing. Well, think about it. Now they sold their, their publicly traded entity. They got all that capital back plus some. So what's going to happen, right? They're going to continue to grow and start gaining market share in markets that we probably haven't seen them in a long time. Um, so they've got a big growth plan ahead of them. So we're starting to see the growth plan across a, a couple different parallels. They're getting wider in markets. So the first thing I'll tell you is like in a market like Phoenix, where we're, we're, we're seeing a ton of their activity, you know, they're back up to almost pre-pandemic buying levels in a market that's hard to buy houses in, which tells me that there's still this consumer still wants to transact this way, right? They still are interested in this idea of transacting instantly or getting a, a less friction offer. Um, so that's a big one. The other thing is now we're seeing not just from them, but even groups like Zillow and OfferPad, they're getting wider in the market. What I mean by that is they're hiring employees. They're hiring agents to work on their teams to work the leads that they don't buy, right? And so this was the, the shift that a lot of us kind of saw the writing on the wall and figured this might be coming. They're all set up as brokerages now, right? And we read the most of this we hear out of, out of Zillow, but, you know, Open Door has been running a program called List with Open Door for the last year and a half. And it's kind of flown under the radar. And that 
program is going to continue to grow, right? And, and OfferPad has had a similar program for the last year or so. And again, they're back on the hiring on the hiring game to acquire agents to work this business for them. And they're, they're monetizing differently than our traditional brokerages, right? And I'm going through this with my team right now is that, you know, because commission suppression continues to happen and because it's, we've got to do more volume, the biggest thing that I look at is, is the, the third, leg, third leg of this, of this stand is this consumer experience. Now we're fighting for something as agents that we never had to fight for before, which is a consumer experience, right? We never focused on this. We always said we gave great service. We did all these things, but you got to remember now our consumers are getting in a totally different experience somewhere else. So the thing I've been challenging all my agents with is what are we changing in our experience, right? Is our experience equal or better than what they can offer? And if it's not, we better level up because they're coming fast, right? So that's, those, those are the, the big shifts that I'm seeing, but they're expanding in markets, so in new markets, and then getting wider footprints in these markets by offering other services within the market. Um, so I think you're gonna see they are definitely here to stay and playing a lot harder than they were a, a year or so ago. Yeah, here, I have a question for you about that. So before yep. what we would do is, sales executives would tell their agents, hey, you want to go after these properties and say, you can do a traditional sale or you can go with the iBuyer and show all the different options and that they could have the different price points Remember on your sheet, which I yeah. loved. Yeah. Is that still what you're recommending people do? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, what I've always said is I, I think that like we, we knew this was coming, right? We had this, we've had these conversations with these guys. We knew that they were going to start offering the, the idea of the traditional option. So really, if you think about it, a consumer experience, let's say, let's pick on open door for a second. And, you know, hopefully they don't beat me up for this, but a consumer goes to open door. Now, if they go to open door, they get this option to say, do you want us to have an agent also come meet with you and compare? So you can compare, go to market, with our instant offer option. And we don't care which option you select. We just wanna make sure we're involved. So they've almost taken a tool out of our playbook, right? They've, they've said to us, right. we can't be a one trick pony anymore. We've got to offer some of these other services. So I think the greatest tool that we as a real estate agent community have is the fact that we're agnostic to all of these technologies, right? And we're the only ones, we're the ultimate aggregator. We're the only place a consumer can go and get all of those available options in one place, as long as the agent knows how to play. If the agent doesn't know how to play, then that's when it's, you know, the eyeballs of the consumer start looking at, oh, well, what about Open Door? What about OfferPad? Or what about right. Zillow? And then we're left out of the conversation. So what I'm saying is bring all those available options, right? Give your consumers all those available options, show them in a transparent way what all of these things mean to them, give them an experience that they can't get anywhere else and then now you've leveled up your consumer experience right See, people get so freaked out about that because they're like if i go with the iBuyer, it really compromises my commission and i love your rebuttal on that can you share it with everyone yeah so you know a couple ways to look at this one is you know they're going to go there without us right? right so it's it's zero or something and i think right. like i you know a lot of people in, in the industry over years have uh have beat me up on this theory because i've always been the volume guy right i want to do as much volume and i don't focus on the, the bottom line number and maybe there's many times i probably should have but the thinking is look if as long as i'm involved in the conversation this client stays in my data bank they're here in my data bank. If I lose this person in my data bank, they're completely gone. They're not gonna send me referrals. I can't represent them on buy side transactions. 
I need to make sure that these people stay in my data bank. And if that means I've got to sacrifice a little bit of a commission because they're going to sell a property to an iBuyer, that's in their best interest. Well, I just want to make sure I'm involved in the conversation because they may buy a house, right? And I can represent them on that. Maybe the next time they go to list the property, the iBuyer's uh, value proposition doesn't work for them. Right. And in that case, I want to list the house, right? So keeping that customer happy should be the focus of the agents. It's It's got to be less about our fees right now, especially in the midst of all this disruption. It's keeping your data bank together that we should be focused on. I agree. Let me, let me ask you another question. So let's say somebody's listening right now, like, wow, this is, I'm not doing this. I'm not putting out the options in front of people. What is a great, you have so many great marketing pieces. First of all, for those of you who are not in the iRealestate estate pro, I went through, I graduated, got my certificate and have the access to all of your bells and whistles. I mean, honestly, your website bar none hands down is like, WebMD in the iBuyer world, you know, like anything I need, it's like there, I can't even tell you. So, and I do want you to get that in later in, in, the, in our podcast here, but sure. tell me about some really good marketing pieces or a call to action messaging that could get a consumer interested in a realtor who would be giving them the options. What messaging tactic are you yeah, we, you know, so we really focus on two. One is that the idea of the guaranteed offer, right? I think what we've learned from the Zillows of the world and, you know, open doors, et cetera, is that consumers like this idea that the guaranteed offer of, of sending their property address to a place and getting a guaranteed offer. So we have really been focused on hitting the consumer with a very clear, concise message that if they come to us, they're guaranteed to get an offer. Right. The other thing that we hit with them too is we have this idea of compare, decide, move and sell. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, you know, become an educated consumer. You know, treat your experience in your sale of your home like you treat your travel experience or your insurance purchase experience or any of those things. Become an edu- educated consumer. Um, the other thing that we we share a lot, like in our iRep community, a ton is is just about leveraging the iBuyer messages. Right. So if the iBuyers are offering, like in, in the Phoenix market, OfferPad's a great example. OfferPad offers a free local move. Right. And they offer the ability for the consumer to pick your close date. Well, like the tool, the power of that message for us as real estate agents is to use that message and say to the consumers out there, you know, I've got an option. I've got a I've got a pick your close date option. Right. This is my pick your close date option. They don't know in advance that it's really you're just leveraging OfferPad, right? So you can totally bring that to them. And now you've got a, a world where the consumer, if that's important to them, they can pick their own close date, right? And they get this free local move as part of it. So leveraging the iBuyer messages or the technology messages that are available has been huge, right? I mean, that's just given us something other than myself to talk about, right? My team is over talking about me. They don't want to talk about me. It's not about me. It's about what value can I bring the consumer, right? So leveraging these unique consumer value propositions is huge in the marketing world today. It absolutely is. You're totally right about that. And I know title reps are, their their wheels are spinning right now. (laughs) Their wheels are spinning, Dan, and they're probably ready to ask you, um, how does that work with the title? So if you land a transaction and you're going to take a buyer from an iBuyer, yeah. who's controlling the title? Yeah. So, you know, your, your big players, the open door, I call it the zoo, Zillow, OfferPad, open door, right? The zoo, those guys now, they, they are in the title business, right? So they, they, own, they own their own title companies and they've gotten, especially post-pandemic, they've gotten a lot 
stricter on the fact that they, they've got to use their own title companies. And the reason is, is their margins have gotten smaller, just like our margins are getting smaller, theirs are too. So they've got to figure out ways that they can grow wider in market and title was one of those options that they had to, had to take on. Um, but the key is if the consumer ends up selling the property to one of these groups and they have to use the title company of choice by one of those groups, then where's the consumer going to go? He's probably going to buy another property, right? So we either were going to get <clears throat> no transactions if we didn't bring the option, or we're at least going to get the purchase side of the deal, right? And we can negotiate for the purchase side title on that side. So, you know, I look at title the same way I look at our agents. It's either zero or it's something, right? So we've got to sacrifice a little bit in this game. But again, you want to keep that agent happy by providing them service because they're still going to write you in on, you know, in our contract, it's page seven, but every, you know, every contract's different out Thanks there. Thanks for writing us in, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I will say this though. So if you, Dan, are representing the seller yeah. and the buyer comes in, can't, can't you put in that contract? Because ultimately, isn't it the seller's choice ultimately? It is. Yeah. And it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's a negotiable term, right? They've not, okay. they've not are come out. Flexible. Yeah, I mean, for the right opportunities, they are absolutely being flexible. Um, but I've seen more, more and more. They've been a little stricter, more and more. But I think you've got some time where this is still totally anybody's ballpark. And and what I'll what I'll say is, I've actually never seen them lose a transaction over just title. Okay, that's right? good to know. Yeah, I've never seen them actually lose a transaction over just title. Okay. Um, but we as agents just have to get kind of dig our heels in a little bit. Hey, you want this property? The deal terms work, but my seller's got to have their title. They, they, they want to work with their title exec on this thing. And that's okay. You know, and I, we, we, we press on that often and we're able to get title back to Fidelity. Let me ask you what I love so much. Remember that one sheet? I was like, Hey, can you give me a copy of that big laminated thing that you were making where it yeah. had all the different options? How many options per home right now are you seeing on average or showing up on your document where you're showing the different options a seller has? Yeah. So on ours right now, my team is, pre is presenting nine. We've had times where we're presenting as many as 15 different options for a consumer. Um, the reason we're just presenting nine is some of our local investors or some of our big institutional investors just aren't yet buying in Phoenix. So when they pick up buying again, then I can offer 15 again. Um, but that was one of like, that was one of the geekiest things I've ever learned. And, you know, it blew my mind is that the more options I put in front of the consumer, my close rate went up. So I started really diving into like why that was, what the heck's going on here? Why is that happening? And what I learned is that it started to eliminate consumer doubt and build credibility by transparency, mm -hmm. right? So if we show them all the available options, then they're less likely to go, hmm, what else is available for me, you know? Did you, do you notice or feel people going direct back to them? Like you gave them all the intel and then they skip you out and they go direct, or do you really feel you locked them up with doing that, giving them the options? Yeah, we, we have to bring the options. So if you as an agent miss the boat and you don't bring your, your consumer to open door and they go to open door, open door direct in that situation, you've missed the boat, just like you would in a builder situation. Right? So if, as long as you bring open door to them the first time and you're, they say, Hey, this is, I, I'm bringing you this, this option. I want to bring my client this open door option. You're going to get paid on every single one of those, every single one of those, mm -hmm. you know, and the big thing that we saw this last year with commissions related to iBuyer was that 
there was a time where they were restricting how much money we could make, right? So they used to say to us that if the seller was paying you something, then we weren't going to pay you anything for the referral fee. Well, now they've shifted that completely. And they said, we don't care if the seller is going to pay you 2% and use our 1% referral fee uh, to make it up. And you're getting a full 3% commission on these deals. Great. More power to you. And that to them was, that was something I pressed on, especially a group like Open Door early in their leadership. I said, guys, this is a problem. Like you can't tell real estate agents how much money they can make. You got to just let them, if they can earn from the seller and earn a little bit from you, you're going to see transactional volume increase. Mm -hmm. And it's so far it's been true. Um, and so agents now, I mean, every day we're selling houses to Open Door and we're earning a 3% fee, right? I'm getting a little bit from the seller and I'm getting 1% from Open Door on almost every single one of them. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's a win. Yep. Um, I know we have investors that listen to this podcast as well. And the investors yep. are going, okay, this is super cool. How do I get in where my offer hits, you know, one of your nine offers or how do I get into the system? How yep. would you lead an investor in this? Yeah. What I would say is that, you know, especially if I'm a, I'm a title exec, what I would do is kind of create that network of local investors in their markets. Right. And as your agents get certified or they get through this process, it, you know, whether they certify with us or they just decide to start, you know, practicing on their own, I just think agents have to start practicing a little bit differently. And if they, they're creating a network of other investors or other options to put on that net sheet that are more localized, I think it's awesome, right? Yeah. So, you know, I would almost put it on the, uh, either the agent to create their own network of local investors or the title execs as you guys get people through programs and start setting them up with these messages also include some buyers in there right so i mean what what greater tool to give your agent community than a list of buyers for every home that they are marketing to right, right. you right. know so i think that's a great way to get attack that there were so many great i buyer national i buyers and you know, institutions or whatever that were involved. Is there, is there some that you can give me some names right now, just for people to hear, to know that they're active and they're out. Cause I know a lot of yep. your doors. And yep. last year when I ran my, I ran an iTitle program, yeah. you know, certifying our title sales executives, yep. um, which hand in hand brought them into iRealestate estate pro so they could certify their real estate agents and level up their business. And thank you for that. And that'll be the next thing we'll dive into, but um, give me a little color, you know, on, on that. Yeah, who's playing? So, um, well, Zillow, OfferPad, Open Door—they've opened in all markets again. So that was that was you know a slow start, but now they're open in all markets, and now we're seeing them expand. So I think I saw the other day that Zillow said they were going to expand their Zillow offers platform in 22 markets in 21. So in markets that they aren't in today, they're going to be there soon. Wow. Uh, I know that Open Door's growth plan uh, was scaled back a bit, but we're seeing them in markets like that we didn't expect to see them in, like uh, Boise, for example, is a market that they're scheduled to open. Uh, Boise's hot, Dan. It's next hot. Couple, next couple months here, uh, so they're they're hopping in there. Offerpad open again in all markets, um, and so those guys are those guys are rocking and rolling. Uh, the other ones that I think are awesome right now would be Easy Knock. So Easy Knock's a great option for for your consumers that, let's say for example they um, they have a home to sell but they don't want to move, right? They have a, they offer a program that's called Sell and Stay, where your clients can sell your home to Easy Knock and stay in the product. It could be short term or long term, um, and it's a great it's a great tool. It's a great way to say, hey, look, sell now, get your equity out of this property. You could stay here for a little while and wait till the market settles down a bit to buy your next home, right? So we're using the easy easy. Ooh, knock I option, love that easy knock option a little bit. 
uh, Knock. So Knock completely changed their model. They're back out in the market. Um, they are now really working as a lender. So they're a lender in market. They don't dictate title. So I'll, I'll give you that one. Um, and what Knock provides now is the ability for a consumer to basically put their home on layaway. So Knock will buy the house. You go to, go to Knock. Knock will give you your mortgage on your new home. And then they'll give you $10,000 to fix up, fix up your current home. And when their current home sells, then you just, you owe them some money for the down payment of your destination property and you're done, but you're in a 30 year fixed mortgage one time done one time close. Uh, so that's an amazing, wow. amazing pro. Yeah. Super powerful. My team is doing, they're shooting videos in here today about all, all the knock strategies out there. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, those are your big players. The other ones are our, our institutions are back too. Um, so, you know, probably a lot of your, your audience is familiar with groups like American Homes for Rent, Invitation Homes, Progress Residential. These are some of the largest owners of single family homes in the country. Uh, pro, you know, Invitation alone owns about 300,000 homes in the U.S. Oh, wow. um, and so they now have picked up buying in a fury, uh, uh, absolute fury of buying. And, you know, what we're seeing by those guys is they're, they're buying at prices that we've never seen them pay for homes before. Right. They're um, not lowballing. They're not lowballing, right? They're, they're paying, you know, we've got clients here today. We represent a group called Fortress and Fortress is, uh, is buying homes at 103% of fair market value. Right? Oh my God. Just to get them. So, Love you know, it. now that's my message as, you know, an agent, I'm out there marketing to consumers saying, Hey, I'll give you 103% of fair market value for your home. I love that messaging. Right. Guys, write that down. That was so good. <laughs> no appraisal, no nothing, right? You come out and we'll, we'll take it down. So we're seeing a, a heavy lift on institutional traffic. Wow. Uh, you, you couple those big pieces and those big players along with uh, your local investors. I mean, you've got a pretty robust list of options for consumers to kind of solve any need that they would have out there. And you could solve it all at the kitchen table at your listing presentation and just let them pick one, right? It, it's actually made our job as agents easier. I, I might like, you know, I, I, I'm not going to beat up my agents and tell them they're not skilled, but they're, it, I'm, I'm having less time where I'm having to train them up on like sales strategy, hard sales strategy. And what I'm training them on is just by making sure that they're giving all these options and letting the consumer drive. Yeah. More powerful messaging, right. You know, yeah. more relevancy <clears throat> people yeah. are going to ask. And that's why I want you to tell us a little bit about iRealestate estate pro because people sure. are going to ask, how do you get those nine options or right. how do you get any options? And so through your school and your portal, you yep. have that accessibility. Give us a little color about if somebody's listening and they want to get in. Yeah. So I real estate pro we're, let's see, we're almost two years old now uh, yeah. with I real estate pro. So we've been, we've been at this for a while and, and discussing iBuyer and dealing with all things iBuyer related. Uh, the program continues to evolve. So the, the first kind of thing I'll tell you is that the, the course itself, the education, it's about seven and a half hours of education about iBuyer and all technologies in the marketplace and why and what they're doing and what to look out for as agents. And we continue to update that, that education. Um, so that's, that's a, that's a great tool out there. The other thing was that we offer all the marketing pieces, right? That was like the heaviest lifting that we had to do was, you know, learning how to message to consumers, right? So the way that we set up all of our marketing messages is we test it all. So I test it all on consumers. I get the consumer feedback and data 
if it works, then I'll drop it into our community and you guys can take it in a template format and just start using it for your own marketing. I, I think like I'm the victim. I, I'm, I'm a real estate agent. I'm a real estate agent and I'm a bad marketer. I am not a, I'm not a graphic designer. I'm none of those things. So I needed someone to do that for me. Um, so I knew that that was something we as an agent community needed. And then, you know, to your point, the, the kind of the, one of the bigger tools that we offer in there is what we call IREP Marketplace. And IREP Marketplace is the connection to all of the iBuyers. Uh, so these are all private portals. Um, so all of the iBuyers have, have really endorsed the, the program. Mm -hmm. They've endorsed the education. They've endorsed the messaging. They want to play with us. They yeah. just want to, they want us to play the right way. Um, right. And so with this, as long as you're IREP certified, you have direct links to submit your properties to all of these iBuyers and get responses back in a really timely manner too, right? So with, with, with us putting them into the portal, they've guaranteed us that they're going to get offers back to our community uh, in, a, in a timely manner. Um, they all vary on time. So that's why I'm being broad with that. And then, you know, last year we introduced a tool that we called Donna. Uh, and so Donna, she's the ultimate admin. So you guys, like one of the, one of the things we learned early on and working with all of these things, you know, and agents are all dealing with this now is multiple offers, right? So now you've got multiple offers. That means multiple work. We're getting all this yeah. extra work. How do we get all these offers? So what we created was a tool where agents can submit once to a tool we call Donna. And then the Donna team is your administrative assistants. They're submitting to all the iBuyers on your behalf. Oh, so, we love Donna. Yeah, she just becomes your, your ultimate administrator and, uh, and that's it. So now you're not having to go to you know, each one of the iBuyers individually. They're doing the administrative work for you of doing all of that on, on your behalf. Um, so how much is it to enroll into the iRealestate Estate Pro? Yep. So right now the, the course is $4.99. So it's $4.99 for an agent to take the course. Um, we have an ongoing agent community. And so that's where we're constantly updating with new tools, new technologies. We're getting close. Uh, I'll give you a sneak peek. We're getting close to getting our, our certifications so that we can offer uh, CE credits as well. Oh, so it'll be, it'll be accredited now. So agents can get some CE credits when they take the course. Uh, and then it, so, and then there's an ongoing um, $49 a month to be part of our community and being part of the community is kind of cool because I bring on all kinds of speakers or guests from all of these iBuyers and technologies. I, what I want them to learn is while I know enough about iBuyer to talk about it forever, these guys are in it they're doing it every day and i want them to hear it from them like what is what, what what do they really think of agents what do they really want to say right and so we give the iBuyers a platform to have conversations with an educated real estate agent community about how to leverage their tool most effectively and so that's what we're bringing all these guys on to talk about love that so much i'm in the yeah. irep community yeah thank you for all the great <laughs> stuff that you give and share it's like it's incredible. It was so incredible. I was so taken, you know, by it all. And just the concept, my whole thing is don't wait for everyone else to do it. Get yeah. in on this messaging, on this edge, on this niche and be the one, be that proactive person to get out there and share it to the real estate agents for us, you know, the title execs. And right. I taught a course, the I title certification and Dan and I, Dan was my co, <laughs> I was his co-pilot. Yeah. <laughs> I taught him and we did videos together. We had so much fun and you taught us all so much. So thank you for that. Gave us all a really big edge on that. And that will come back soon. We're going to bring that back. We gave it a halt in the, in the crazy market that we were in, but let's yeah. back up and running and it's hot. Yeah. Get it out there. I mean, get hey, it out there. you know, we're in a, we're, I think a lot of, a lot of, a lot of spaces, a lot of, a lot of areas of the country, we're kind of jaded right now by being such a seller's market, right? It's crazy. I, I read a statistic here in Phoenix that there's one 
uh, there's 23 buyers for every one home to sell, right? Which is wild, right? It's wild. Yeah, That's but amazing. when that starts to shift, you know, and it becomes a little bit more of a buyer's market. Well, now we got to really educate these sellers and give them these options. And like I just told you, I mean, that these groups are paying more for houses than they ever have before. So the offers I was getting from Open Door and OfferPad and Zillow pre-pandemic are shadowed by the offers I'm getting from them today. And they're, they're just playing on house money. They're, play, they're betting with big Wall Street cash now. It's a different game. It's a different environment now. And take advantage of it for your client. I'm not suggesting it works for everybody. I'm just telling you, if you don't bring them, they're going to go there without you. So right. you may as well just bring it along with you and get paid along the way. Keep them in your data bank. That's the whole, that's the whole game. Keep them in your data bank. I yep. love that could be a hashtag. I love that so much. Dan, thank you so much for being here and sharing your words of wisdom and giving us and our community an update in the iBuyer space. You are the lead on this. And I'm going to send everybody your way to get into the iRealestate Estate Pro and a lot have awesome. and absolutely love the program, learn so much and actually up their game um, with an increase in an influx of transactions. And that's ultimate what people are striving for. Is there anything that you want to say before we go? No, I think that's it. We, we I think we, we nailed it, Lisa. So nailed it. we'll talk soon when there's something new, something new coming up. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. Keep killing it and get right. out of those triplets. Take care, right. Thank Thanks. you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And there you have it. Ideas, nuggets, the truth, the update, and everything we need to know about the iBuyer space leading ourselves into this year with an edge. The reality is this is a niche. It gives you it gives you messaging, your clients messaging for realtors, for lenders, for people in the real estate space to really understand exactly what's going on with the iBuyers. I highly recommend you getting into iRealEstatePro, get certified. I did, it was worth it. Uh, title executives, if you're listening and you're a Fidelity National Title employee, I have a program called iTitle Certification, and that's where through within title, um, I could get you certified uh, through my program with the iBuyer. So if you're interested, please reach out. Thank you so much for tuning in. DJ, kick us off something that's going to make us feel like we've got ourselves a new nugget. All right. Thanks for listening.